What is up, guys? We are back. It has been almost a month since we were in this setup that we are in right now. Alex is in Queens. I am in Silver no, Spring, Maryland. Okay, Alex is in Long Island. It's fine. It doesn't matter. It's all the same thing. Queens is on Long Island anyways, but we're not ready for that conversation. Um, but we are here. We are back better than ever. Alex, how's it going? Uh, I am in a complete... This is very... Not only has it been like <clears throat> a month since we, we did this, I am banished to the upstairs bedroom right now and i'm laying in bed with the jankiest setup ever and i am holding my microphone in my hand that's what i do i hope you know that's what i do every week this is disgusting <laughs> i don't understand how you're a comfortable functioning oh, human. I'm not oh i'm not like I'm i not hate laying down and like doing I'm anything other down. than sleeping i have one of those like i think they're called husband pillows you know what i'm talking about like with the little arms on it yeah yeah i have one of those so of those. I am comfy. My laptop is sitting sort of next to me. It's not on my lap. And, nah, uh, see, I never want to be in... Like, if I'm not laying down to, like, relax or, like, sleep, I don't want to be in a bed. Okay, that's fair. I guess... See, when I lived in the frat house, I used to be in bed a lot. I mean, because there's the nothing else. Well, I mean, I had other places sit in my room, but oftentimes I'd be like, all right, if the room's packed out, I'm not going to make somebody else sit in my bed. Well, that's all... Yeah, I don't want someone sitting on my bed, but, like... I mean, I don't mind certain people, but like, I don't want. I think you mind. It's fine. No, it's I don't. I don't want like. I'm not gonna name any names, but it's like, hey, Joe, hey. Joe Schmo, like, come sit down. Joe Crow could sit on my bed. Joe Schmo could not. All right, fair enough. Fair shout enough. Out Joe Crow. Um, shout out Joe Crow. But like I said, we are here. We are back. It has officially been one year since we started. If you guys were checking the story last week. Uh, you saw my last day in Long Island. Alex and I balled out a little bit. We had a nice dinner to celebrate. Um, but because it's been one year, and if you remember, and you've been listening since the way beginning, you remember that our first episode ever was called Mid-Year Rankings. Mid-episode. Um, <laughs> mid and uh, now we are back for our Mid-Year Rankings of 2020, which is kind of tough because 2020 hasn't seen a lot of new stuff come out. But uh, Alex and I have compiled some lists and we're doing our best. So we're going to talk top five movies of the year so far and then top five albums of the year so far. That's what we'll give you guys today. But uh, you might get some other stuff in between. But Alex, which one do you want to start with first? Well, I actually have a story before we get into this. All right, tell your story. Today was the first time ever. Maybe not the first time, but like the first time in a very long while or the first that I actively like noticed I was being genuinely chased today um, <clears throat> in a car. And uh, so I went to Barnes and Noble for about. Whoa, a, chased by who? A person. No. Yeah. So I went. There to, is no way you were being chased. I went to Barnes and Noble for the first time. I mean, for like the third time in about a month <laughs> or okay. in like two and a half weeks, I guess. Um, to see what they had. I got four criterions. Um, and I was, you know how like in parking lots, there's like stop signs, but like there can be literally a parking spot, like directly before the stop sign. I guess. Sure. So I pulled up at the stop sign and a dude was backing out and he was backing out pretty quick and he wasn't like cutting the wheel or anything. He was just directly backing out. And I was like, oh my God, I'm totally about to get hit. Like he would have literally... I mean, it wasn't go like I wouldn't have died or anything, but like he would have T-boned me backing out. That's a day ruiner right there. Yeah. So I honked the horn and I'm not a honker. I, I rarely, rarely honk the horn. So I just like, and uh, he stopped moving. And then I just like pull, I made a right out of this, like past the stop sign. And uh, I started pulling out of the lot and I look in my rear view and this dude like zips out of his spot and quickly like follows me and i'm like what the fuck so there's a car in long island you can do a right i mean i guess anywhere but queens you can do it right on red so there's a car in front of me and then me and then the person who nearly hit me and the car is waiting to make a right on red like they're inching out and the dude behind me is just beeping <laughs> and the first time i'm like is he like fucking with me or is he just like telling the dude to like hurry up and then he like kept beeping and i was like what the fuck? So eventually the guy pulls out, like he makes the right. And then I make a quick, right. And then a car comes in between us and this dude zips around the car and comes up 
behind me again and is riding me and starts beeping again. And now I'm like, Jesus. what's happening right now? I did nothing wrong. Oh, my God. And then he keeps beeping and a car gets like in the middle of us again. And then all of a sudden he like zips around that car to the right, pulls up like next to me as he's turning and just starts honking the horn and giving me the finger with his jewel in his mouth. Definitely made him upset spaghetti. Um, so my guy, if you're listening to this out there, um, it's me. I'm the one who saved both of us a hassle and uh, you're a pussy. So suck my dick. Here's a virtual middle finger to you and uh, fuck you and your jewel. What would you do like if you were driving and someone like pulled up next to you and was like signaling to pull over? He was like, pull over, pull over. Um, Are you pulling over? Can I take the person or is it like, can I not really tell? You can't tell. If it, it depends, I guess one, if it, if I'm in the car alone, I'm not pulling over. Um, if I'm in the car with someone, I would pull over. And then if they get out, and I feel like I couldn't take them. I would just peel out real quick. Uh, and if I think I could take them and they got violent, I think we would have to take care of business. I say that now, though, I would probably be terrified. <laughs> Dude, watch Nocturnal Animals. I promise your answer to that question will change. Yeah, see, like, I feel like any, realistically, in any situation where someone's like, yo, get out of the car right now, it's like, yo. No, hell no, dude. Especially this- from that. If you're mad angry on the streets yeah. and you're driving, it's like, I, am no, not over. I am not getting out of this thing that can be both a shield and a weapon if need be. Like, no <laughs> way. Yeah. Facts. That's funny. Well, at least you're alive. I am. Glad I regularly think that people are following me. Like, pretty often I'll be, like, panicked a little bit. And uh, so it's funny that I, I told both you and Allie and both of you were like, wait, were you actually being followed or not? Yeah. But this well, one. No, because you didn't say I was being followed. You said, and I quote, chased. you were being chased. Yeah. <laughs> Which is very different. Very different. I would, I would clarify this more as a follow, I guess. Nah, that dude was definitely chasing you. Fuck around the guy. parking lot. What kind of car was he driving? Uh, I don't remember. I really don't remember. It's all the blur to me. <laughs> it it's all blur. It happened an hour pure ago. Adrenaline. <laughs> <laughs> it was. It wasn't pure adrenaline. It was straight up confusion. I was like, I don't know what I did wrong. <laughs> That's crazy. I don't know how I'd react to that. Um, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, what else, what else happened to you this week? You, you, you did some stuff this week, right? Yeah. I went to see, uh, Mamma Mia at a drive-in in Brooklyn. And, uh, I can confirm that is still one of the greatest cinematic experiences of all time. Would you call it magical? Yeah. I would call it Mamma Mia magic. Mama magical. Mama magical. Mama magical. Mama magical. There you go. <laughs> uh, I Trademark. watched... I watched a bunch of great movies that we'll talk about later. Um, yeah. And did I do anything else? Your first week away from me, I should hope that you did all the things you wanted to do. I did. I've been. Josh left on Sunday when the house was alone, was empty. And uh, last I, Sunday, because yeah, this will come out Monday. Last, last Sunday, Sunday. And I read 170 pages of the road in one sitting outside. And it was fucking glorious and i just bought a whole bunch more books call me by your name is gonna be the first one i read uh so if getting real gay for if the you summer see me buying it. a lot of peaches i won't be mind your fucking business like, <laughs> <laughs> although you now know that you don't like peaches that's what i'm saying i won't be eating them best believe that oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, you bad boy you filthy filthy man uh, that's cool. I watched some good stuff this week. I finally got around to watching some of these criterions I've had. I've been sitting on them for a while. Um, I wa- finally watched Come and See. Been talking I about that for that. a while. What? I just bought it today. Oh, did you? Yeah. Dude, you need to watch it. It's crazy. I will soon. I need I need a good, like, happy movie today. Yeah, don't need to watch it today. I don't think it's like a – for me, it definitely wasn't a day ruiner. Like, you know, but it was definitely one of those movies that I've sat and I've thought about a lot over the last couple of days and have been talking to people about. So I'm really itching to discuss it with somebody. So if you want to watch it soon, that would be cool. I will soon. I promise. It's 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 pretty shocking. It's a pretty shocking movie. But uh, 
anyways, yeah, but watch a bunch of good stuff. Watched Ender the Dragon yesterday with a bunch of with Marty and his roommates. And that was fun. <laughs> the bros. Nothing like a bunch of bros watching a Bruce Lee movie on a sa- on a Saturday evening. You know, have a couple drinks, watch Under the Dragon, and then you know how Marty has his setup right now, right? Like in his house because he's been doing Zoom classes. For those of you guys who don't know, my brother is the owner and manager of a extremely awesome Taekwondo school, Kong's Black Belt Academy. Shout him out. And uh, KBA. KBBA, bro. Black Belt Stewards. Um, And uh, so they but they've been running Zoom classes from inside their apartment. So they have like all these mats set up and like they have a kicking bag and all this stuff. I was like, oh, we're going to watch Enter the Dragon. And then you guys are going to literally throw down after this because like Marty and his roommates sometimes like take advantage of the space they have in that apartment and like to do dumb shit. But it's funny. It's good stuff. So I don't know. I was hoping Enter the Dragon got them into the mood for that. But uh, the Bruce Lee box set, pretty fucking sick. Marty was opening yesterday, and it was crazy. He was, like, struggling to take out the DVDs because it's been so long since he's done that. Like, Yeah, I feel that. Because they're, like, overlapping. And I was yeah. like, Marty, 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 you're going to crack this disc in half, my guy. Like, you need to calm down. shit out. Yeah, no, I was like, you need to chill. But the Blu-ray looks great. I think Ender the Dragon is the only one they did only a 2K restoration for, but it still looks awesome. It looks great. So... Would recommend copping that Bruce Lee box set if you can find it. Super exclusive. It's fine. Yeah, I just uh, I just got that one as well. Oh, I didn't realize you got it. Yeah, I picked it up on uh, Thursday. I was trying to convince Elon Rubin to get the Godzilla box set today. He went in looking for some Kurosawa, but they didn't have a whole lot. I wanted to. The Barnes and Noble I went to today was quite mid, but uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna be pulling some power plays soon. So hopefully we'll get some more Criterion's up in the yeah. bag. I mean, I found some I found some yeah. sort of some stuff I'd never heard of today, which was cool. So yeah, see, like I got I feel all the stuff that I haven't heard of. Well, like you know what I mean. But like right now, I'm looking for a lot of stuff that I I either have seen or like am aware of, and like I've- see that's the problem is like I'll go in like sort of looking for something and then settle for something completely different because it sounds interesting. So, yeah. and I've had some good success with that. Yeah. So especially this week, like I watched the Lady Eve, which was fucking hilarious, and I loved it. And I didn't really know anything about that going in. So believe it or not, guys, people were funny before the 2000s. I didn't believe it myself, honestly. I A thought no one was funny. Movie? Yeah. 1940s and people were actually funny. I like can't believe it. I can't fathom that. Not a very funny time in the world, I would say. No. Have you seen that TikTok where it's like, not to get too far away from movies, but like that TikTok, it's like how men used to sing to women in the 50s and it's yeah, like yeah, yeah. my darling and then it's like how men how used to treat, used to treat women. Women. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, it's true though it's fucked up beating but, women uh, isn't true. funny obviously but uh obviously the tiktok was yes, yes. Uh, i watched darjeeling limited but i bought the criterion that day and then went home and watched it and um holy shit anyone who says wes anderson isn't an all-timer is fucking insane yeah, that, movie that movie's is awesome. Absolutely. I've... Sorry, what, now what were you saying? No, no, you go. Finish. I feel absolutely like a lot what? of people... Choose a word. I feel like a lot of people say that, like, that and Life Aquatic are his, like, lowest. And, like, I haven't seen Life Aquatic, but, like, this is better than a lot of things by, like, other people that I've seen. Like, I really like... I agree. Doing. I don't think people talk about Darjeeling Limited enough. Um, the one thing that rubbed me wrong about that, or like weirdly about that movie, is Jason Schwartzman's relationship with the woman. I was Rita. like, this isn't great. Yeah, yeah. I was like, this isn't great. But uh, just in point. terms of like the brother dynamic, I was like, this is hilarious and super good. And like, they're all dripped out with the Louis V luggage. Right. And like, it is a cool. very, it is a really good, like, I- I'm an older brother with, uh, to just sisters, but like the whole brother dynamic of like, like two, like Francis and Jack will be like, oh, but don't tell uh, Peter. And then like Peter will know or like they'll yeah. immediately like spill the beans. And like it was just a very good trio. I mean, it, like, yeah, that's an all time cast. But uh, I really like Jason Schwartzman in that movie. He's good in everything. But like he is. good. I thought movie. he was really good. In, uh, He's in the that. Wes Anderson poster child like him and Owen Wilson. Yeah. Great movies. But all right, are you ready? We would have had another fucking Wes Anderson movie. I can wait. I can wait. I can't, dude. I'm like so mad now. 
I can wait. The, honestly, the big ones that are really like hurting me, digging into me, is Tenet. Obviously, we're not talking about Tenet um, because it'll come when it comes. But really, no time to die. Like I really wanted that. Like, yeah. Matt Neglia was tweeting that he was like, "Yo, like I guess there goes like my No Time to Die Best Picture prediction." Like he really thought it was gonna be nominated for Best Picture. Who knows? It looks. I was like, dude, those are some high fucking hopes. But like, it looks sick. And the the way it's been going with the every other movie being fire, like this one was geared up to be a banger, I think. Yeah. <clears throat> but I either way, moving forward, we love movies, but we're going to get into some of these rankings today. Are you ready for that, Al? Yes, sir. You want to do music or movies first? Um, Let's do. I think. Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say no, let's no, do no. movies. Yeah, I was going to say movies because we're already talking about it. Um, Now, I will say before we start. Um, I have sort of been slacking a little bit. There's a couple more movies, like 2020 movies that I need to watch, like First Cow, want to watch The Old Guard, um, things like that. But uh, we're just going to work with what we got right now. And uh, I guess, Alex, we should just compare number fives, I guess, right? Yeah. All right, go first. Uh, well, so this is excluding Hamilton and The Last Dance. Of course. Uh, the Last Dance is my, in my number five, though. But I, I don't. I didn't even put that on my list. I don't count that. I have to. If it's on Letterboxd, I log it and I, I put it in. I don't care. Except I logged it, but I'm not putting it on my 2020 list. Number five for me is The King of Staten Island. Okay. Interesting. Are we going to, like, give, like, are we going to speak about them at all or just, like. Well, I, I do also have The King of Staten Island in my top five. I have okay. it higher than that. Um, so I guess we'll talk about that. But my number five is Bad Education, which oh, bad if edu- you guys don't yeah. remember, we did an episode about Bad Education back when we had Rob on the podcast. Oh, wow. And uh, big HBO movie came out this year. Hugh Jackman, House and Janney. Great movie. Great movie. Shout out Long Island. Shout out Long Island, I guess. Long Island's pretty shitty in that movie. Well, that, yeah. Um, but yeah, moving forward. Number four. I'll go first this time. For number four, I had coming in. At a clean four stars, Palm Springs. So did I. Really? Yes. That movie is. Did we talk about this, that on the pod or no? We did a little bit. Yeah, we did. Yeah. Palm Springs is the perfect quarantine movie, I feel. Like it was very, very good and came out of nowhere. And uh, I hope a lot super, of people get to watch it. Yeah, super accessible. It's on Hulu, super easy to find. Um, so go out there if you guys haven't seen that yet. Definitely, definitely worth the time. Pretty short movie, but hilarious. Like Alex said, the perfect quarantine movie. And then Alex, you also had that at number four? Yes. So coming in at number three for me, I had King of Staten Island. So if you guys don't know, like King of Staten Island, right? Pete Davidson movie, Judd Apatow, um, came out a couple months ago and is hilarious and like I don't know. I would call it a dramedy like Pete Davidson gives a great performance. If you guys haven't gotten the chance to check that one out yet, I would heavily recommend doing so. You might have to pay a little bit of money to like rent it or to see it, but I would say it's very much worth it. Oh, just off of that. I don't like I saw it in Target the other day. Capone is on Blu-ray now. <laughs> it is. It is on Blu-ray, um, which is huge. My number three was The Invisible Man, which I feel like literally came out. A year ago. <laughs> yeah, that's like that felt crazy. like a long time. It's ago. crazy to think that I saw that in theaters this year. Yeah. Because I feel did. like both so little and so much has happened since then. Yeah. Uh I have Invisible Man at number two. Nice. Um, I really like the Invisible Man. That was easily one of my favorite movies of the year, obviously. And uh like Elizabeth Moss is so fucking good in that movie. That is one I've been looking to rewatch, like out of all the twenty twenty movies so far. I like I, I think would, that's the I one I'm that. most likely to rewatch. I, I want to buy that on Blu-ray. That that still has one of the the most shocking scenes I've seen in a movie. Or I know which scene you're talking shocking, about. but like the most shocked I've been. No, dude, the restaurant scene is fully shocking. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, that that scene's incredible. That um, yeah, shout holy Lee shit. Shout out Lee Wannell. Shout out Elizabeth Moss. Um, awesome, awesome movie. Uh, what'd you got at number two? Number two, I have The Shill in Me is coming out. I have Onward, which is Ooh, another I had one. Onward at six. Which is another one that I feel like I can't believe we we got that this year. And I can't believe that we could have been watching Soul 
which I was expecting to blow onward out of the water. Um, onward for me, I mean, like, I'm a Pixar guy. Uh, but that, like, me, Ali, and Hannah saw that, and all three of us cried pretty much, like, consistently through the whole movie. The end of the movie made me sob like a fucking baby. Um, yeah. Good absolutely movie. fantastic. People try to say that's, like, mid-Pixar. I thought it was fantastic. I personally think it's better than Toy Story 4. Um, no, but mid Pixar, think about mid Pixar, like that statement is like still better than most animated movies. Mid mid Pixar is still better than like entire studios <laughs> yeah. of animated movies, except yeah. Cars 2. We don't talk about Cars 2. Well, Cars 2 is lower tier. Why is it spicy? <laughs> I do not remember that movie well enough to get that reference. No, that's but that okay. TikTok thing. I don't. Okay. The Remy tasting the soup. Oh, that's so irrelevant. It's so irrelevant to what we're talking about. Yeah, right I know, now, but, but I just wanted to drop that. Okay, so our number ones have to be the same. It is, yeah. I knew from the jump that it was. Okay, well, this has been oddly uneventful, but should we say it on three? Okay. Well, why don't you go ahead and say it? Okay, it's The Five Bloods. The Five Bloods. There wasn't a much of a build-up to that. I was really hoping for like a drum roll, like, <laughs> The Five Bloods. I mean, I don't think there's any movie... That's come out this year that that's as important as the five bloods. And I don't think there will be any movie this year that comes out. That's as important as the five bloods. Um, yeah. I mean, the king. he's a king. Um, this movie, like we said, it's on Netflix. So if you haven't seen it yet and you have Netflix or you're bumming off your friends, Netflix, get that movie going. Um, like Alex said, super timely and super important. Um, and just a really, really powerful piece of filmmaking. And, uh, if you don't watch a lot of Spike Lee movies, um, it's never a bad time to start. Um, and this is any movie. I mean, watch any of his movies, but this one especially is really, really, really good. Um, and, uh, kind of out of the box for him and just kind of blew away my expectations. I didn't really know what, what a lot of what was going into this movie beforehand. I didn't really know a lot about what is, what it was going to be about, but, I was very pleasantly surprised and there's a great narrative here, but also like combining a lot of different genres and some really good performances. And, uh, you'll, you'll hear about it come Oscar season. Yeah. Do you, I mean, you nailed it pretty much on the head and I feel like we, we devoted a lot of time to that. Um, we did. So if you want to hear more about it, go back and listen to that episode. Which also had King of Staten Island. Bang. Um, do you have any honorable mentions from tw- the few 2020 movies that you want to shout out? Yeah, an honorable mention that's not really in the top five or even that close. I think I'm, I'm going to give two. That. I'm going to give two. What, what's the one I'm going to say? The Vast of Night. That is the one I'm going to say. Yeah. The Vast of Night. Guys, I've talked about this movie before. It is fucking awesome. It is on Amazon Prime. It is so good. It is so, so good. It is the debut from Andrew Patterson. Um, and it kind of went under the radar. I don't think a lot of people saw this movie, but, uh, it's really worth your time. If you like sci-fi, a little bit of thriller in it, um, I would heavily, heavily recommend. And then the other one I'm going to give is birds of prey. Um, and the reason for that is because in this year of 2020, we have had no Marvel movies and (laughs) no, no real superhero movies at all. Like this is the only one we've gotten so far. And it was really, really good. Um, and I, in terms of like, obviously, like you're saying, thank God, because we've had so much Marvel and so many DC movies and all sorts of stuff that we're obviously feeling the fatigue from it to have just this movie be the one superhero movie we've gotten this year. It's really left quite the impact on me. And like, when I think of superhero movies of 2020, this era, like that is the only one. And it, it, like I said, it was very, very good. Um, so what about you, Alex? Got honorable mentions? Um, yeah, so the Vest and I was gonna be one of mine, but two that I'll say actually three, because I just want to say the gentleman was from early this year and it was really good. And I liked yeah. it a lot. Um I was just thinking about it because I kept seeing like trailers for it, oddly enough. But um two that I have, one is on Netflix, it's called The Platform. Uh, it's like a Spanish thriller. It was really good. It's like 90 minutes, it's super short. Um, I think it's just like it's not the greatest movie in the world, but it definitely has enough going for it that like if you and a friend watch it, like this is the type of movie that like if I was in high school, I would love to just like watch it with a friend and be like, yeah, let's just talk, like chop it up and feel like we're mad smart 
But uh, I do think that this movie is very clever and uh, it has a lot of different interpretations going for it. So like it is cool being able to talk to two people and like having completely different thoughts on the movie. Um, And I really liked it. Like I said, it was super quick to get through and uh, it's on Netflix. So there's no reason to not watch it. It's also mad violent. There's one thing that I vividly remember that was like, oh my God. The second movie I want to shout out is The Way Back with uh, Ben Affleck, which I can't believe that. Again, that's this year. It just feels crazy. But um, this is like a really good sports movie that's also not – it's like a sports movie, but like there's a lot more going for it, and it definitely feels somewhat personal uh, due to like Ben Affleck and his like struggles with alcoholism and all the, the shit that he had going on. But uh, – he was fantastic in it. I had no doubt that he would have gotten nominated for uh, Best Actor. Um, and yeah. that, that movie made me tear up a little bit. It was very good. Uh, and yeah, like I said, like it's both a good sports movie, but also it doesn't like lock itself into a sports movie. Um, and if you like Ben Affleck, I think you'd really enjoy this movie because it's kind of funny too. Um, so yeah, those well, are like my two go. big ones. Yeah, um, I thought you were going to say, um, what was it called? Um, I thought you were going to say the honorable mention was going to go to Bad Boys for Life. Bad Boys for Life doesn't deserve an honorable mention. It deserves to be in the top five. That's my number zero. <laughs> After the hard year Will Smith has had? Yeah, I'll, I'll give that to him. <laughs> oh, oh, man. I don't want to <laughs> talk about that. No, we don't need to talk about that. What but just remember... He still put out a huge movie this year. He's still king. He's I think that's the, the the highest grossing movie of 2020. That would be kind of surprising because I feel like Onward would have made more money than that. Nah, because Onward came out literally right, right when the pandemic happened. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like you're right, you're right. Bad Boys had time. That was the first, like, it was going to be like that spring, like, kick off the summer blockbusters. and like. I think that was the first movie... The first 2020 movie I saw in theaters. I feel like that's a lie, but Cats doesn't count. No, that might that might have been the first Wait, one. I was Cats 20? Cats was a 2019, Cats was 2019 movie, but we saw it January 1st. But like 2020 right, had- movies, I, I think unless it was like The Grudge or, Han- or Gretel and Hansel, which are two of the most forgettable things I've ever seen. <laughs> Yeah, I I swapped out the grudge for uh the turning, also very forgettable. Yo, the grudge doesn't have an ending. Fact. Fact. Neither does the turning, so there you <laughs> go. Um and the lodge. The lodge kind of sucked. I'm very disappointed. About also, that. shout out the hunt. That was a cool movie. Did not see that. There's been some good movies this year, guys. You gotta dig a little deeper. Um, there's been some low-key stuff put out. One that comes to mind is Shirley. That was a really good one, Alex. I don't know if you saw I that. I didn't see that yet. Very interesting after hearing um, Josephine Decker talk about Persona on her top 10 list. Um, and Shirley definitely has some Persona vibes to it, I think, nice. um, which is cool. And so if you're interested in that, go check it out. Um, but yeah, those are our movies. Top fives of the year. Obviously, we'll have more coming, hopefully, by hopefully. the end of the year. <laughs> hopefully. Who knows at this point, man? Yeah, um, 2021, we're going to have to talk about like three movies a week. <laughs> it'll be nice, though. They're going to need that because obviously like people are forgetting that like, okay, all these movies are being pushed. The release dates are being pushed, but you also have to also have to remember that a lot of movies had to halt production because of the pandemic. So all those, a lot of things that were supposed to be coming out next year are now not coming out next year. So like you said, we're going to have a bunch of movies coming out in 2021, but we need those movies coming out in 2021 because now there's not going to be anything, you know? Yeah. So I was just thinking about that. Um, my parents watched Joker the other day, Alex. Oh, man. And uh, surprisingly, they both loved it. All right. Which is cool because <laughs> I no, I really like Joker. And I was kind of shocked that my mom liked it because I was like, she's probably going to think it's a little too violent. And like, but I was like, damn, mom, I see you out here like recognizing a great performance and like good direction. And like, she liked it a lot. Good and direction. uh yeah, there's good direction in that no, movie. Get over it, you loser. Direction. What? Good direction. This is very much a movie with cinematography and music. I said, <laughs> and good direction. No. Um, yeah, okay, it's fine. And my dad really liked it, and I was surprised that he liked it too because, like, 
I'm just surprised they liked like a slow burn, like super violent thriller like that. Like, I don't know. My dad's more of like a taken type guy. You know what I mean? Like action, shoot him in the head type shit. Yeah. Well, you get what you fucking ask for, or you get what you deserve. Yeah. Murray, uh, Murray. Did um, they, I'm curious, dude, did they buy it? Joker. I don't know. They probably watched it on HBO Max. Yeah, yeah. They said they watched like three movies yesterday. I was like, damn. I want to know the other two. Uh, I don't remember. They were watching something when I came in, and I kept asking them. I was like, what is this? And they, I just didn't even know. I didn't recognize any of the actors on screen. I was like, I don't know what this is. Recognize. It was like one thirty in the morning when I got home yesterday. They were still. They were watching their third movie. I was like, who the fuck are you? No, good for them. I know, but I was just like kind of shocked, which was funny. They had to get the bad taste out of their mouth from Joker. They loved it. They were very. Well, happy I read a review today of Joker that was like, "It's a blessing that this movie got made. It's unlike any other movie in existence." I'm like, "This is why I hate Joker." Yeah, because of you clowns. <laughs> yeah, that's a little bit too much. I agree. Um, I'm I'm done talking about Joker. Next, I like Joker, bro. All right, well, next, (laughs) we're going to talk top five albums of the year. This will be a little bit tougher. I'm going to call it top five projects of the year. Oh, shit. Maybe a little loophole in here. Um, But, Alex, let's start at number five, shall we? Um, Alex, hit it off. And and I'll just say, I actually want to preface this. My rankings are very subjective right now. And I know that we as critics try to be objective, but... uh, I think it has to be subjective. So this is partially like what I think is the best pieces of music this year, but also just like what I've been spinning, what I've been listening to a lot. And like, see, I think I'm definitely more like I can acknowledge like, yo, there's like, I just listen to these a lot and like, they may not be the best, but like when I get in the car, I'm putting these on. Well, I'm saying to some extent, like some of these objectively are, and I think you'll agree with me, but, uh, some of these objectively, I do believe, are like top five of the year, but uh, there's one or two in there that are just for me. So um, let's start with number five. Go for it. What number five, I have Circles by Mac Miller. I have to put him in there. I actually also have Circles by Mac Miller as number five. Yeah, I mean, it's that, like, that came out pre quarantine. Um, and I don't know. It's just like, a re- that's one that, like, that's, I guess, the only exception of, like, I don't listen to it as much. I listened to it like two weeks, uh, a week ago, I think, just because yeah. I was like, yeah, I haven't heard this in a while. Um, and I don't listen to it that much just because like it kind of gets me sad. Uh, yeah, dude. But also like it's objectively very good and I really enjoy it. Like Blue World is still an all time Mac song. I don't care. Dude, I just like like you said, it makes me sad. So I don't listen to it a ton. But like I've cried to that album enough times in 2020 that like it has to be on this list. It has yeah, to. Like, that's a great like, album. Just even hearing like the opening notes of Circle like that. Yeah. I'm like, am I like sit in my car and cry for a couple hours. Um, but uh, yeah, that song is I mean, that album is really good. Um, and there's a lot of different types of vibes on there. Like you said, Blue World is like a crazy summer <laughs> song. <laughs> Yo, it's gas. Yeah. So we got Mac Miller coming in at number five, RIP. Um, maybe the last album we'll ever see from him, but, uh, you know, oh, kind of sad. But uh, at number four, I have the man himself, Mount Kane. Alfredo coming in at number four. That's the Alchemist and Freddie Gibbs. Um, we've talked about this album a little bit. We talked about it when it dropped. Um, this is easily my favorite rap album of the year so far, probably. Um, maybe not because my number three is going to shock you. I think it's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous that it's a number three, but I'm just going to leave so it. I'm so excited to hear this. Jesus, I think you already know what it is, but don't think too hard. Um, my my number four. Three, four, and five to me are very shifting. Definitely three and four more though. Uh, Fiona yes. Apple is my number four. Yes, um, yes. That's one that that's another one. I really don't listen to it anymore, but uh, I have to acknowledge that it is very good. You're missing out, bro. I'm telling you. No, nah, it's just because like I don't know. Like I could have put like other th- like my honorable mentions could have easily replaced it. I feel. I'm like I'll tell you. That's fair. I do have one honorable mention. Obviously. I forgot. My list is already fucked up. I, I just saw an album. Completely forgot what about album? it. Um, Rami Wolf. <laughs> I 
I don't count that. I'm not counting that. That's an EP. So you said we said projects at the top. We did say projects at the top. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Because like realistically, um, okay, hang on. Let me just let me break this down really quick. Um, people, there is this girl named Remy Wolf. Um, she has an EP called I'm Allergic to Dogs. It's five songs, 17 minutes. The summer vibes are impeccable. Like I could realistically replace Fiona Apple with it. Yeah, it's great. I was listening to it today. I was you know, telling Elon. My number four is Remy Wolf. <laughs> All right, you're crazy, but okay, I'm here for it. It's fine. Um, yeah, no, Remy Wolf is awesome. I, I'm allergic to dogs. Is like you said, ultimate summer vibes. Nothing like riding around with that shit with the windows down. Like that's a perfect summer mixtape right there for short yeah. drives. Um, and I'm excited to see what she does next. What do you got at number three? Number three. Well, now like my list doesn't even make sense. Uh, number three is Alfredo. Okay, by by the cool. boys. By the boys. All sauce. Uh, <laughs> Alfredo is sick. I think it's gonna come in as the best rap album of the year, probably for most people. I disagree. Really? What do you think? Well, mine, my mine is next. Oh, I think I know what it is, you which know. is hype because it's not even in my top five. But uh, bum shit. What's your number three? Number three is unlocked by uh. Kenny Beats and Denzel Curry. This is the project that they, if you remember way back when they dropped this, they staged a fake beef on Twitter. So fucking um, whack. And then they like, like it seemed very serious at the time. And then uh, they dropped this project. It's like 15, 20 minutes long. Um, it's from the studio session they did after they recorded the cave together, which, which is the Kenny best Beats cave show. freestyle in my opinion. Okay. Anyways, they created this this like I don't know very very unique sounding project. Like I said, it's called Unlocked, and um, something about Kenny Beats's production and like Denzel's rapping just goes so fucking well together. I've been listening to this album basically nonstop since it came out, and this was months ago. And like, it's just great. If you haven't heard it yet, like I don't know what you're doing. Go listen to it. I think it's 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 awesome. It's fucking awesome. The beats are fucking hard and like. I don't know. Denzel is obviously one of the best rappers coming up right now, and uh, time to put some respect on his name. He's I'm not gonna lie. Before. I very, I really, genuinely forgot that this album came out in 2020. Um, but I remember the day it came out where I was when I listened to it. So that's crazy. Yeah, ju- I love that album a lot. Definitely an honorable mention for me. Um, when Josh was here, we put that on, and I've never seen this man get as hyped up in a car. Like, this man was going bar for bar. It was incredible. I love to see it. Because that's all I do. Because when I drive to Marty's house, Marty's house is exactly like 19 minutes away. So I'll play all of Unlocked, and I'm just like, ah! Like, I love it. It's so good. It's so good. Um, I feel like we could have done favorite tracks from these albums, but that's okay. We'll save that for the end of the year rankings. Yeah. Um, My number two is Fiona Apple, Fetch the Bolt Cutters. Um, This is, like Alex said, an undeniably amazing album it is i gave it a perfect 10 out of 10 i think or something something close to it and uh it's just i i still to this day don't really understand fully why i like it so much it's just like infectious and like i've been listening to it pretty much nonstop also since it dropped um and i urge alex amongst the rest of you out there to give it a listen if you haven't already or revisit it because it's so good it's so good, and it's, like, kind of quarantine vibes because, like, this came out right at the beginning of quarantine or, like, much earlier, and, like, she recorded a lot of this from, like, her living room, I think, and, like, it just sounds like, I don't know. It's just, it's it's very emblematic of, like, this period of time for me, so I don't leave I'm that in there. I'm baffled that it's not your number one, and I don't I even know. I know. I, well, I've done some deep thinking about this. I, I've had this conclusion for a couple of weeks now. I'm curious um, as to what your number one is now. Do you want to know? Well, what's my, your number two? What's my number, number two? two is, in my opinion, the best hip hop album of this year. RTJ4. That shit. It's one of the few albums that I listen to where I'm like, every time I run it back, I'm like, yo, this this hits as hard as it did the first time, if not better. And it's also an album that literally it can end and I'm going to be like, well, I have to listen to it again immediately. Like, it's just a per- It's like 30 something, like 38 minutes, I think. It's just like. It's tight, it's sweet, it's explosive, and it just makes yeah. me want to go crazy. See, I liked RTJ4 a ton, but it really just made me want to go back and listen to RTJ2. Like, yeah, I think I like so, this more. 
at this point. You, see, that's a wild take. But, I know. Um, I need to listen to two again and kind of like yeah, you do, you do reshift um, it. But like four is is something special to me. Yeah, I mean, run the jewels is fire. Um, my number one, and like I said, Alex, I know we have the same number one, so I'm just gonna say it. What? Um, yeah, I know. Oh uh, my god! For the longest time. Oh uh, my god! <laughs> for the longest time, I was telling Alex my my number one of the year was Fetch the Bolt Cutters, um, and to me, that's probably still my favorite album of the year. But I think when you in, you you include commercial success, like themes, just overall vocal ability, like the hits on it, undeniably the album of the year is Alex. Please tell them. Oh my god, the best album so far this year is. Unquestion. The second I heard it, I was like, "This is it." The second time I heard it, actually, because the first time I wasn't so hot. The second time I heard "After Hours" by The Weekend, I immediately knew that this album would be rocking for a very, very long time, with or without quarantine. Um, yeah. The fact that like all his concerts are now going to be in summer of 2021 it means that I get to listen to this album for a whole other year essentially this album is fucking pure perfection there's not a bad song on it i lose my mind at any single thing i just really love this album like as as someone who wasn't a crazy weekend fan i was truly blown away by just yeah, I mean- how good this album was the weekend is obviously he's been this way. He's a megastar. He is. And obviously this album was one of the most anticipated of the year, if not the most, um, the most anticipated confirmed album we knew we were getting this year. And um, it's just truly like, like we said, it's just full of hits and everything is great. And the weekend is obviously one of the best singers in the game right now. Like his voice is unbelievable at times. And like, it's just, it just really delivered and exceeded expectations, honestly. Like thematically, like I said, he's doing something kind of different here. Um, I feel like the weekend has kind of shifted his sound with each obviously with each album he's done. Um, and recently, like he sort of switched to this like mainstream pop style, which I don't think a lot of people well, a lot of people obviously liked. It got him a whole new fan base. But I think a lot of people were like, We missed the old weekend, but this is something like completely new. Um, and like when he dropped those singles, Heartless, that was like a classic weekend song. But then Blinding Lights is like everyone's like, this is a crazy, like 80s sounding song that like, I don't know, it was a huge fucking hit. And like that was obviously very, very much in theme with the rest of the album. It just has this very like techno kind of electric feel to it. And um, it's just an absolute success. And uh, I definitely need to listen to this album more similarly to what you said with Fiona Apple. Like I haven't listened to this album in a little bit, but I recognize that like, it's, it's amazing. And like you said, there's no skips. So there's zero skips. Uh, Heartless into faith. What? It's a long album too. No skips. Heartless into faith into blinding lights into, in your eyes are, is a, an incredible four run, four track run. Um, and then like hardest to love and scared to live. And then even like randomly since this album has came out, I'll just be like doing anything and just be like, yeah, it helps that he samples or that he interpolates Elton John a little bit. And and the land on the deluxe. Land. Come on, yep. Yep. Come on. Yeah. All time uh, album. I love yeah, this album. Great a lot. album. Makes me upset that I didn't buy the merch. Uh, but I will be going bananas at the show. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's our number one of the year. Um, if you guys want to tell us, we would love to hear what you guys have been listening to, which you think is the best. So, you know, uh, I don't know. Tweet at us, tag us, whatever. Even just DM us or tell us or text us if you want to. Um, we're just very curious to hear what other people have been listening to in quarantine because I feel like because we've all been inside and there hasn't been that many movies coming out and the music has definitely been more spread out. We haven't had as many opportunities to talk about things in person with people or like on a more personal level. So I would love to hear from you guys, love to hear what you're listening to, what you're watching, what you're excited for. Um, or if you think our rankings are shit or if you think they're great, let us know. We would love to hear it. Um, Alex, you got anything else for us today? I'm not going to do honorable mentions for albums. Oh, yeah. All right. So let's do honorable mentions. My honorable mention 
is um, Shoot for the Stars, Aim for the Moon. Yeah, uh, posthumous cool. album, Pop Smoke. It's a great album. It could easily have snuck into my top five, I think, at this point in the year. Um, but I think Circles definitely edges it out, um, which is weird. Two posthumous albums. Um, but Pop Smoke, is he made a crazy, crazy album. And there's hits on there. And he switches up his style and does a lot of crazy things. They just released the Deluxe. I haven't heard all of it. I do know he interpolates 50 Cent um, again. again um, and uh, I need to hear it. Um, but uh, the album, like I said, it's long. It's good. Bangers. If we were in the clubs right now, you know you'd be hearing those songs. I'm sure if you go to certain parts of New York City, it is playing on the streets all day long on repeat. So, um, again, R.P. Pop Smoke, but that's my honorable mention right now. Still got to listen to that deluxe. Alex, what about you? Um, so I have a few. Uh, well, one of them was definitely um, Pop Smoke. As a non-Pop Smoke fan, like I was, I was really impressed by that album. Um, and obviously, it was upsetting prior to me being a fan that he died so young. But like even more so now that I that I started enjoying his music, I was like, damn, I wish like I would have been able to, to like see him live or or just be able to like gas him up more. I'm going to see what he did next. Uh, so so aside from that, some of my other honorable mentions, I have to shout out Pray for Paris. Yeah. Uh, West yeah. Side Gun. I mean, uh, Conway. Um, very. Is that Conway? And that it was is West Side Gun. Sorry, yeah, it is. Yeah, Conway yeah, yeah. Dolfo dropped in it. Yeah. Conway is dropping in August. Uh, yeah. Um, so, yeah, West Side Gun's album was fantastic. It has some incredible, incredible uh hip-hop features joey badass push t um uh tyler Tyler creator freddie gibbs yeah and then griselda i'm probably gonna rock this album after this episode just because i'm just like thinking of some of these songs and it's so fire um tyler creators versus so gas the other honorable mention like josh safty the other one i have um, it's a very different album than what I normally listen to. It is by a group called Krung Bin. Who put you on? That you didn't. Spotify did. But who who pays that Spotify premium bill, huh? I don't know how it works. <laughs> there is an album. There, uh, the album is called Mordecai, and Krung Bin is spelled K H R U A N G B I N. It's just a very it's a 10 song album it's just very funky like jazz influenced music um very chill music yeah very chill the song pelota and the song so we won't forget are, are absolutely incredible i put them on quite often to just like vibe out and uh if you just need something to like mellow out with and relax to or even like kind of get a little step on like a little dance if you need uh this album <laughs> is very much good for that and uh i would i would highly recommend it yes so that's three honorable mentions for you i feel bad that i don't have another one um but i don't know it's fine i agree all those albums definitely go check them out if you haven't heard them yet definitely worth your time um but like i said before is that it do we have anything else um do we we didn't talk about the joey badass album right or like the project no, but you guys should go listen to that if you haven't heard it yet. Uh, Joy Badass dropped three songs. It's called The Light Pack. Um, and I don't know if that means an album's coming soon or what, but uh, these three songs are bangers. I also, oh, I forgot to tell you, I listened to the Lupe Fiasco. Um, oh, that's another very EP. good pro. That's an honorable mention. Yeah, that was cool. Interesting conceptually. Um, maybe we'll talk a little more about that next week, but uh, for now, well, hopefully, hopefully we'll be talking about Kanye next week. We'll see. We'll see. Never. Never. Um, if, if if Kanye does drop, people, just know that there will be an incredible guest next week. Yes. Um, well, whenever, whenever it is. If Kanye drops, there will be an incredible guest on the show. Um, and that's just something for you to look forward to. So if you weren't already looking forward to the new Kanye album, now you have a reason to. So, Yeah. And uh, that's it for me. Alex, where can they find you? Uh, also, if you want to see how to drop a little two, three song EP, uh, look at Joey Badass and not J. Cole, because that shit was pff, mid. Um, You're an idiot. Bro. You're an idiot. <laughs> it's not idiot. 
admit I agree, but the first song was actually very good. The climb back. The, the first song is okay. I didn't need a minute and a half of him singing at the end. And the I agree. Hook. I actually agree that back outro is ridiculous, and I don't need any of it. The repetitive but, hook is ass, but I will say when he's rapping, he has bars. He's bars, and that beat is crazy. It's crazy, undeniable. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. Um, there's one bar that really, I was like, ah, right, yeah, like let me hear him go nuts but he says check out my projects like them workers the section eights a point and you'll see how i flip like an exclamation point <laughs> my homies shoot first as if they never played the point yo yeah. too many two guards he says some shit like that yeah that's the fail for you hoes yeah the one, the one you read those bars just reminds me of Pusha T when he's if you guys have never seen this video it's Pusha T and he's freestyling with kanye and Kanye's about to spit the gorgeous verse, but uh, Pusha T's doing this freestyle, and he's obviously very, very high on cocaine at the time. And uh, ow, when he's rapping, he's like laughing, and like he looks surprised by like the words that are coming out of his own mouth. So like, it, it's just it's fucking crazy. Go look at that video if you don't know what I'm talking about. When he's like, and the doors lift. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. It's- Oh, it's so weird, but the energy is super high. I'm literally going to watch that right after. But uh, These rappers talk crowns, but I'd rather talk fear. Villain like Candyman, say my name and I'll appear. Yeah, that's a crazy freestyle. Yeah. Anyways, for the second time, Alex, where can they find you? Pussy getting wet as she walking through my morgue. Grants, Jackson's, no room for George. Yo! The goat! <laughs> um, you can find... I'm sorry, I'm losing my mind right now. You can find him breaking his neck in Long Island right now to that shit. You can find me on Instagram at AlexPaps1. I'm about to put up a crazy fire picture. Uh, You'll have seen it by now, but like tomorrow. Y'all, y'all will know what I'm talking about. Very proud of the caption game. But yeah, you can find me uh, on Instagram at AlexPaps1, on Twitter at SamuraiPaps, where I'll probably tweet a hot take or two, and uh, on Letterboxd at AGPerson1, or at just just at AGPerson. Um, I don't know if I'm going to watch a movie today, but I guess y'all will find out shortly. And uh, you can find the podcast on Instagram and Twitter at WTRPod. Yeah, definitely go check out the pod. Like Alex said, uh, that's where all the info is coming out. That's where everything's happening. And that's where you can keep up with the latest that's going on with us. If you want to see our shenanigans, um, you could find me at Josh Lempert, J-O-S-H-L-E-M-P-E-R-T uh, on Instagram, Letterbox, Twitter, everything. That's where you can find me everywhere. Uh, follow my Letterbox if you want to keep up with my reckless criterion spending. Um, I have a very serious problem, but uh, it just means <laughs> I'm going to be watching a lot of bangers coming up in the future. So. If you want to keep up with that, you definitely can. Also, um, find me on Goodreads at, I guess, if you just search my name, see what books I'm you guys didn't know, Alex is, in fact, literate. So, <laughs> But that's going to do it for today, guys. Thank you for listening. I know we've been gone for a little while. We took a break last week. Vacation got the best of me. Um, we're going to be better about doing the weekly episodes coming out Mondays, getting them to you, because you know that that's what you want. So, you know. Thank you for listening and follow those pages and we will catch you next week. Peace. As Joey Badass said, I was gone for a little minute.